decorated uh, former Baylor quarterback joining us, man who's uh, who's built a business empire as well, and a guy that uh, <laughs> boy would have uh, would have uh, done really well with this name, image, and likeness. Um, JJ, are you? Where are you in terms of? Uh, you know how you feel about what Texas and OU have done. Are you worried uh, for us? Do you feel confident that Baylor will land in a good place? Where I, I think people look to you for leadership and how they should feel on all this. <laughs> how how do, how are you feeling about all this realignment stuff? Well, Matt, probably like most fans, there is a little bit of trepidation, a little bit because I I really thought Matt. We were living on borrowed time anyway um, with the Big 12. And I, I wish I could say that that's not the case, but it, it has been the case. So I, I think Baylor will be fine. Uh, now, we're a small private school. Uh, we know that, but that's that's the attraction. And I believe Baylor's built a, a pretty good brand. But um, Texas and OU, uh, Matt, this is not popular, but I think they're doing what they got to do. I hate to say it like that. I know Baylor fans don't want to hear it. But, I mean, in this changing landscape where this is really, Matt, becoming um, what I would call the minor leagues for the NFL in a sense, I guess you could say, um, I think they're trying to figure out, you know, kind of, hey, what's what's the greenest pastures for us? So, um, am I a little, you know, a little concerned? Yeah, but I, I think Baylor will be fine. Well, I um, I'm glad if you if you feel somewhat <laughs> relaxed about it, I feel a little bit better. And um, and JJ, you were part of that last wave of SWC players. You remember yeah. after you played what happened with the Big Twelve, and um, unfortunately, we don't seem to have the power that we had down in the uh, with the state lawmakers you know yesterday the state lawmakers nah. got together and they banged around on the texas president a little bit and they and i right. liked it and i we had some fun with it but there's not it's too late it's too late really to to get anything done um do you i mean jj do you do you think that uh when you take i mean i know what you're saying they had to do what they have they had to do but when you look at it from a competitive standpoint, we got a lot of OU listeners. We got a lot of Texas fans. I mean, Texas oh, yeah. did not exactly run this conference in terms of winning. Um, can you imagine, like, stepping out of this conference where you're winning seven or eight games a year into that SEC? It's one of those, like, initially it sounds fun, but in, in practice – um, I, I would think that it's going to be a, a, a tough road to hoe for these Longhorns. No, no, man. I mean, it's, it's two different conversations here. The first conversation is, you know, are you blessed to have the big state brand? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, UT was established whenever, and they got the state brand. They're the state school outside, and A&M is the other big one. Uh, and OU is the state school there. So, uh, you know, success really, in a sense, for them doesn't really matter. Right? You know, we've seen that over the last few years. I mean, you know, Baylor has done very well against UT and has, has for years uh, since even Taft got there. So, so you know, I mean, it, you know, is it disheartening? It was disheartening, I think, uh, from the standpoint of, Matt, when Nebraska left and Colorado left and, and A&M left. I really miss going to College Station. I know that's not popular, but you just hate the fanfare, missing it. Uh, and yeah. then when that happened, really – I think what happened then is we saw the 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 
kind of um, lack of leadership at the Big 12 chairmanship level. And that's not to be mean. Uh, you know, really what drove that is because it wasn't equitable across the board. Uh, Texas, you know, ticked off a lot of people. Uh, and they left, and that started the, that started the clock. But, yeah, UT, I think they'll be fine because they'll recruit different. But to start out, if they go as soon as, say, next year and pay the exit fee, uh, they'll take a few butt whoopings. You can guarantee that. Yeah, yeah, I sure would like to give them one. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> J.J. Joe joining us, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, um, uh, J.J., the, uh, the, the story today was that Baylor, uh, well, the commissioner of the Big 12, uh, Bob Bowlesby, Speaking of leadership, I, I don't, and I know you aren't talking necessarily about Bowlesby, but I, I am. He's, uh, I feel like he's, you know, he got caught flat-footed on this thing, and and uh, and it's been a problem altogether. And it's still your point about it not being equitable. Texas ran this entire conference until now, until it gets ready to leave, and they allowed it to happen. And then, of course, how does Texas reward them by doing a deal behind his back? So. In my mind, I I would I if I were the Big Twelve presidents and CEOs, all the you know the eighties, I would be thinking about putting someone else in there because as long as he shows up at these meetings, he's sort of the face of a conference that was duped. I mean, he's the guy, whether it's fair or not, you know. So I mean, the, the, this this is my thought. But JJ, the the uh, this thing with the Pac twelve. Does that interest you at all? Like a, a, an alliance? I don't know if it'd be a merger, a scheduling thing. Who knows? But I, I guess at this point, you have to look at anything and everything. You know, I mean, I, I look at it, Matt. That look, go west because because I mean, think about it. I mean, Southeastern Conference, ACC, Southeastern Conference is going to dominate East Coast. They're going to dominate, the, you know, East, and the mm-hmm. big is going to have some decisions to make. Although. They're in really stable footing, dominating the Midwest. Uh, so, so if you have a chance, I like the idea of trying to collaborate with the Pac-12. Uh, it gives them a little bit of a foray into Texas, which they should want, uh, and gets them into the Central Time Zone and whatever you can do. Uh, but at this point, you know, um, and, and nothing against Bolger. I don't want to make because I mean, I, I've met him once, I think twice. Uh, and, um, and, and, and he's, a, he's a fantastic man from all I know. I just know that at some point, you know, the Big 12 did not leave. We began to follow. And if you think about it, when I first started calling games in this conference, I think I started Matt in 04, I mean, the Big 12, uh, uh, we had serious flagship schools. We had power, uh, and we had say-so. Uh, and then when that first domino dropped, and it dropped because things were not equitable. Uh, and if they and they weren't equitable, the SEC saw it coming. The SEC said, "Hey, no matter who's the best, we're going to be equitable." And when that happened, some people bolted. But nevertheless, I say, go west, uh, uh, play the Pac-12, try to make an alliance, uh, whatever you can do, uh, because you know, man, the foundation of college football is changing. It's not, it's not tearing apart. It's not the end of the world, Matt, but it is changing. Uh, and I think Baylor's proven we can play big time football. We can play big-time basketball. We can play big-time women's basketball. We can play big-time tail. Anything they want to play, we can play big-time. We just got to make sure we land in a good spot, and that's that's on uh, President Livingstone and, and Mac Rhodes. They got to figure it out. 
We're the national champions, JJ. Show us some dang respect out there. <laughs> hey, Matt, uh, <laughs> I don't care about basketball, man. You know how that is. <laughs> Unfortunately, Never the have. networks, they tell us, I love basketball. But the networks, they, they just look at one thing, football, and they just that's why they make their decision. Yeah, Lee. Gene Iba or whoever was coaching us, one of the seven coaches we had while you were there, should have come and gotten oh, yeah. you. Yeah, you should have been running. <laughs> hey, the I'm, I'm going to tell you what I do tell. want, since because I, I know we talked mad about this name, image, likeness. Uh, you yes. know, I was ineligible because of that for like a week. I didn't know in '91. I didn't know, and I think I texted. I put this on Twitter. I didn't know I was going to play the SNU game. And I think it was like September, our second or third, or fourth game. Uh, we're undefeated. We're coming to SMU. They're not. They're really not that good. And coach is saying, "Hey, you're going to practice. I don't know if you can play." Coach Taff. And I'm like, "What do you mean I can't play?" He said, "Well, you know those shirts that uh, your buddy Mark sold and gave you three of them. Well, you're ineligible, so you got to pay us pay us fifteen bucks, and we'll see what happens." I was made eligible, Matt, a, a hour before the SMU game. Over that, over over three T-shirts. <laughs> Crazy, right? <laughs> Over some T-shirts. Oh, my. Do you even remember what was on the T-shirt? No, it was the Joe Knows Football T-shirts. Oh, so, Joe Knows Football. So okay. the early 90s, yeah, the, the, the campaign by night yeah. was Bo Knows. So a good yes. buddy of, uh, of mine at that time, and I, I hate to say his name, but Mark Jett, he's a baseball player, uh, he said, hey, J.J., uh, I got a great idea. <laughs> and he, I said, what? He said, I want to make some Joe Knows Football T-shirts. You good with it? I said, cool, man. Just give me three or four of them, right? So he starts, and he got in trouble. He got in trouble. He had to he had to pay back all, because he was a baseball player. He had to pay back all the money he made off those shirts. And they were all over the doggone place. Crazy. <laughs> Joe, God, what I would give to have one of those T-shirts. I mean, J.J., look around uh, your house or whatever. If you can find one, I'll pay. I'll pay good money for that. Golly. Hey, man, they have holes um, in them, man. I think I have one, and they have holes in them. Was that the game Grant faked a punt when y'all were up like five touchdowns or whatever? <laughs> no, and I don't think that was the one. I don't think. I remember, okay. I remember who did that. I don't think that was the one. Okay, I was trying to think because I think I don't know if Forrest Gregg or Tom Rossley or whoever was coaching. Okay, so let me ask you about this NIL though thing. This Quinn Ewers at South Lake Carroll, oh, yeah. and and you're a, a longtime uh, Arlington, uh, you know uh, Lamar guy, and so but you you know Carroll's just become dominant. Well, Quinn Ewers um, decides to uh, he's going to skip his senior year and then go make some money. And then enroll early at Ohio State. Now, is this opening Pandora's box? Are we going to see a lot of this? Or is this maybe one guy, only one guy a year is able to pull something like this off? Because this this is starting to feel like the Wild West a little bit, J.J. Yeah, I think they're going to have to, you know, each, I don't know if it's going to be by state, Matt. Or if it's going to be, you know, you know, Congress. Somebody has to kind of put a little framework in place because uh, I think states have different laws. And I think in Texas, of course, if you get paid anything, you're ineligible from a UIL standpoint. Uh, but you know, I don't think it'll be Katie bar the door on this in high school. Uh, but I do believe that you'll get a lot of these young people have great followings on Twitter and Instagram and all the other platforms. That if you get a few of these really 
highly known and highly recruited kids that can, can, can you know, graduate early. I think more of them will consider doing it if they can get, you know, a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, compensation, kind of like what uh, Mr. Ewers did. And, and I can't say I blame him. Uh, I wouldn't have yeah. done it, but I mean, I can't say I blame him. Yeah, I I would really like to be on a fly on the wall, or would have liked to <laughs> with with you telling Eddie Peach, the 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 legendary exactly. Lamar coach. Uh, uh, coach, I think I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be able to play the senior year. I'm gonna go make some money. I'm gonna money, go right? make a little money in Waco. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't oh, have had please. the guts to tell him that. I'm gonna tell you right now. I wouldn't have had the guts to tell him. I would have said. I would have just. I would have just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> it just would have vanished. <laughs> um, he left, coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is gonna be. This is all very interesting and. Uh, I appreciate you being on with us to kind of calm us down. I don't think, I don't necessarily think people think of me, JJ, as the voice of calm, uh, <laughs> but but you are a voice of reason. reason. And uh, now you're you're I, uh, reason too, Matt. You just you know you're just over the top reason. If there's such a thing, <laughs> <laughs> that should be my moniker. I like I'm a, over the top reason. I love that exactly. Oh man, it's great, man. But All I, right. you know, it's a different time. But I, I appreciate you including, including me on. And I'm, I'm I'm a huge college football fan. I mean, I, I I'm praying that I'm praying that they don't, you know, they don't wreck shop. But you know, it's once again, it's it's leadership and, and the NCAA can get you. out in front of it, and all of a sudden, here we go. Yeah, you're right. 2022, you're going to be calling a BYU Baylor game. It's going to be a conference game. <laughs> And uh, I'm all for the Mormons coming in. I may, who knows? I may, hey. I may convert by the time it's all over. But uh, uh, it'll be, it'll be fascinating to watch. JJ, I appreciate it. Always fun catching up with you. All right, Matt. Appreciate the call. Take care. JJ 